Hey, it's Harry. You're about to listen to Building, the podcast charting our journey to starting 1225, the audience first growth marketing agency. We want our podcast to be a very open and transparent look around the journey of starting an agency. And you're about to listen to one of the very first episodes where we haven't even decided the agency name. So you'll notice that that does not get mentioned throughout these early episodes. We hope you enjoy listening. You said an interesting thing there, like the opportunity, like even if we don't win these sales, I hope that, you know, the impression we give these potential leads and clients is that we're helping them and their business by kind of teaching them potentially Mm. or kind of showing them kind of a different way to how their current agencies work or or how they they might need an agency to support them so definitely even if if we don't win the business like the process it's good learning for us but it's also good learning for the leads that we talk to as well over the last three months pretty much everything has happened that we thought was going to happen and like ChatGPT and microsoft teamed up and that started to slowly transition the world of search and then Google were like, oh shit, we need to do some stuff now. Uh, obviously they've been planning all this stuff for ages, but I think they have released things a bit earlier than they would have liked to, to basically say to the markets, hey, don't worry, we've got this shit locked down too. So in the last, what, two, three weeks, Google has launched SGE, especially in North America, which is like search generative experience. So how they essentially they're linking artificial intelligence and in that more conversational way of searching. So what? I have been focusing on a lot, and I think it is the way that we need to go from a sales perspective, is forget about the results. Yeah, we can give an indication of what we think might be possible to prove the fact that it will be worth a you know, 5k a month, 10k a month, 15k a month, whatever it may be, investment. Like, so like, here's what you could have, but ultimately, let's sell them a concept, because if we can get people to sell them a concept, like, everyone's going to be on the same page. Hello and welcome to episode nine of Building, our podcast that is charting our journey as we are setting up and scaling a new growth marketing agency. This podcast charts our journey um, each week and I am joined as ever by the co-founder Harry. I'm Brendan and this is just a look at that journey, kind of the milestones we hit each week and kind of go through the activity. We've got a couple of couple of other segments as well so harry has a few minutes to kind of spout his knowledge on a certain topic area of my choosing each week so yeah let's get straight into it harry how's it going i'm good uh two two points to bring to the table straight away first of all um this is the second time we've recorded the intro um after i pulled you up last week for reading the notes even though we're at episode eight you tried to spitball it this week and uh we had to re-record after the first one didn't go too well um yeah rambling point number one point number two and we might need to go back and listen to this to make sure i'm right but i'm pretty sure even despite reading your notes this time around uh you forgot to mention the date of course yes i will add the date for the historical record so the date today is the 26th of may the reason we read out the date is because we're recording this before we actually launch. So there's some kind of historical chronological order to all of this madness. And we're kind of we're getting better. This is our ninth episode kind of recording of podcast, but I'm a complete novice when it comes to podcasts. So each week it's hopefully going to become less wooden and kind of more professional as we go. So yeah, thanks for pulling me up twice um in two weeks, Harry. 
I can't wait for you to mess up because the whole world's going to know about it. <laughs> um, but back to your original question of how am I doing? Yeah, busy, good. Can't really complain of either of those two things, really. So I think the the last week and with the nature of the, the name of this podcast, like we've been building and by building, we mean probably good momentum this week. So where are we at? We've had one signed client, which is absolutely huge. One invoiced client as well. So not the same, different client, which is great. Yeah. We have two pitched opportunities we're waiting to hear back on. One of which we should hear back from today. I have been checking my email pretty much every 20 minutes. And in fact, in fact, let me do a, a live check on oh, the podcast now. Oh, like, fingers oh, crossed for this. Let's have a look. And sadly, no reply yet. Um, we do have a long weekend coming up as well. So I will message them this afternoon just to check in, say hi, enjoy the long weekend, and hopefully just nudge them into, into a decision. And then we have one that we should hear back on next week, all of which is great, including the fact we still have other ops that we're, we're working for at the moment. So we're busy on the sales front to the point of if we can close 50 to 60% of what we're working on, we'll be above where we were hoping we'd be um, by the time we came to launch in July. So yeah, feeling good about things. How are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably start to panic slightly, but I think it's unfounded panic um, kind of over the past couple of days. You, you've calmed me down a bit. I think I'm feeling super busy at the minute because we've still got a day job at our current agency. We're, we're still there to the 30th of June. So I'm still busy wrapping up things on that side and then doing this work on the side. Um, and yeah, it scares me a bit because I'm already starting work um, for the client that signed, um, getting straight in with a technical audit because we're doing a strategy project for them, which will hopefully lead into a nice retainer. Um, so doing all of that and also doing a lot of setup, which we'll go into um, makes me feel very busy at the minute. But yeah, I'm I'm loving the challenge. And you know, I'm confident that this is just from the movement that we've had in the past three to four weeks, we're, we're really onto something here. And the way that it's gone from Oh, it's going to be survival, like I'm going to have to eat beans on toast for like six months to shit, we might have to actually recruit someone for when we actually launch. So um, the shift and that confidence, um, yeah, it's a huge boost. And we just got to keep doing everything we can to, to build this momentum. But the one thing, the one bit of that, I think we still need to plan out our actual launch and kind of how we go with that, because we want to make a bit of a splash. Like So things like the website and kind of setting up processes that are all in place from day one so we can really hit the ground running hmm. so let's without going too therapy on you let's get into this a little bit so you said you <laughs> started to panic a little bit this week and you skirted around the edges of it a little bit so what is it that you've been panicking about you know me and i don't want to be the one the risk averse one of, of the pair here and be like no no we've got to slow down we've got to walk before we can run and You've said to me about 18,000 times this week, no, no, client acquisition, let's get the clients in, we'll figure it out. That's definitely the right way to go. I'm just like, oh, no, we need time to do the delivery and we need to do it because it feels like I've got to do it all. But then I keep forgetting we've got contacts, we've got freelancers that we can kind of help us out with some of the delivery bits and pieces. So it's just getting my mindset wrapped around that and understanding and knowing 
I'm not going to be working two jobs all the time. I'm going to be able to put all my efforts in, into into this in in a month's time. So I've just got to chill out a little bit. I can't I can't be getting stressed. I haven't got any hair to to lose. <laughs> I've lost it already. So yeah, um, in a good place. Obviously, it's a nice sunny day outside as well. So um, yeah, it's just helps. making sure the mindset is you know bang on and understanding what we want to do uh, and at the end of the day what we want to do is is grow and scale the, this agency so the only way we do that is by get, getting clients if the pipeline's hot and we can sign these clients let's go hell for leather to do that mm, yeah exactly and a phrase that anybody who's worked for me previously when i'm a big fan of is like being comfortable being uncomfortable and like yeah we're going to feel that squeeze but if we were choosing a pain to be feeling like too busy is the one we'd probably choose right like it's oh, better absolutely. than i think when we first had the idea of of going for this in july we we're like okay well we're going to be at our current agency for three months from the moment we tell them into that run-up and if we haven't got like a sniff by that point maybe it's time to panic like that okay i i would i would agree with you on like if we haven't got anything in three months like what are we doing um being sat here now on like what what's that like five five pitched ish ops um one of those closed others that are I would say hopefully likely to close and some more in the pipeline great like let's let's let's, let's tackle that challenge and I think yeah I you said you need to to relax you don't have much hair like yeah I I similar like my objective is to try and keep hold of it until I'm thirty so I've got three more years um, <laughs> so I, so the stress levels can incrementally grow up until that point but we just have to remember what what the end goal is but also like busyness is always the lesser of the two evils right so um and i agree like combined with the fact that weather's nice outside which just encourages me more to keep working to keep getting to where we want to be so that like maybe i don't have to spend all of my time in the uk uh not that there's anything wrong with that but like those kind of things are the things that motivate me as well yeah absolutely um so yeah and on a side note as as ever whenever um things happen to liverpool fc how are you feeling about liverpool not making the champions league this season i mean not as bad as uh most salah based on his instagram post i don't know if you saw that um, yeah i did but like sometimes you have to you have to take a bit of a hit to understand how to come back and and i guess be back stronger but what i will say is this is probably the worst season we've had in about eight years and this is probably United's best season they've had in about 15 years. And the points gap at the end of it is probably going to be about four points. Um, so that just puts things into perspective still as to as to where the two teams are at. So not the best. I think what hurt me more is losing the bet to you because at the start of the season, we did have a bet about where the two teams would finish. Um, but I think maybe it's time to move on to our status updates for the week. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to get that in just to, to wind you up a little <laughs> bit more. So status update then okay so for me i think the thrust of what i've been doing over the past couple of days is getting a good start a head start on this project that we've signed so i've got a timeline i'm going to be meeting them on the 19th of june um to go through all of that and i've got to deliver a tech audit a competitive landscape analysis and some kind of keyword research to to start the bones of the content strategy it's quite a bit of work to do in that so um yeah i'm diving straight in with a, a tech audit so that started i've got some time over, over this bank holiday weekend to to get that started um complete as well so yeah enjoying that at the minute the next point we have both been working very hard on the sales opportunities so from your side 
in particular, you've got a couple of big fish on the hook at the moment. So, yeah, how are you feeling about the sales side? It's interesting. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about sales, but from a different perspective. So they were talking about when they come to sell their businesses, the biggest thing that they've learned is that they need to be emotionally unattached from that process before they even go into it. And I thought that was quite a strange thing to say. But what I can say is I can understand that now that we're going through this sales cycle, like, of course, we've done sales. We've been in sales for like the last five to six years at our current agency. But the emotional attachment there is very different to, to how I feel now that it's it's for us. And I perhaps have found myself becoming a bit too emotionally attached to the last, well, well the first couple of sales, right? Like checking in on them pretty much every day being like, okay, well, where's this at? Where's this at? Where's this at? And there's a middle ground there that needs to be found for sure. But all in all, like I enjoy this part. I enjoy the the fact finding and the, I guess, initial idea setting of like, Joe, do you know what? Like we can take this website, we can take this product, we can take this service, we can actually do something with it and we're confident we can grow it. And I think we spoke about this last week about the fact that we had a very good opportunity or you had a very good opportunity to sit and look at another agency's pitch and another agency's work. And this week I've been fortunate enough to not sit in a pitch, but definitely have a look at some of the work another agency has done and how they've handled the situation that hasn't gone particularly well. And again, it just filled me with confidence that, you know what, we can see the opportunity. We can see where the problems lie. We know how to grow these. We know, we know how to grow clients' businesses. And that is just the one thing that we need to get through in the, in the sales process. But yeah, to actually answer your question, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm, we'll start to feel even better when we get pen to paper on one to two of these. Like, so like I'm probably working on four. 50% close rate is a more than good enough close rate. So if we get two of those, I'll be feeling great. So yeah, let's yeah. check back in on episode 10 and we'll see how I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you said an interesting thing there, like the opportunity, like even if we don't win these sales, I hope yeah. that, you know, the impression we give these potential leads and clients is that we're helping them and their, their business by kind of teaching them potentially mm. or kind of showing them kind of a different way to how their current agencies work or or how they, they might need an agency to support them. So definitely even if if we don't win the business like the process it's good learning for us but it's also a good learning for the leads that we talk to as well so that that's a kind of win-win situation from from the sales as well so and then the other kind of sales bit and I, I don't like talking about this because yeah it's just one of those tasks that has to be done it's super important and I get the point it just takes time is target accounts so how have you done with target accounts I've done some, right? So the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about target accounts and the answer is we haven't been doing or achieving a huge amount. Um, I've done some, I've done a handful. I think I've done four in total this week, maybe maybe three, um, but I've made a bit of progress, um, which is good. But again, I think I'm starting to think about how can I, I can approach this more systematically because I think what's happening is we're getting into a bit of a negative, not spiral, but a negative workflow now whereby like, we say we're going to do something, we jump on a call, we then don't achieve them. And we know we need these by the 1st of July. That is the most important thing. It's also the thing of like, there's always something more important on that day. So like you say, sales opportunities, you've been delivering some client work. There is like the copy, the website, there's all this sort of stuff that always seems to be taking a bit more of a priority. So the way that I'm looking at doing this is one of two things. Either kind of dedicate an hour every day to get these done before July, 
or potentially something that I haven't brought to you yet, but I think we may potentially give some serious consideration to you is going a bit deeper in terms of the investment we put into our ICPs and buy a persona list or, or setups, I should say, and then just going and employing a, a virtual assistant. They're relatively low cost from what I've seen and heard from people, very high quality people as well. And potentially that is just something that we outsource um, given the fact that it is, it is important for the business, but during setup, there were a bunch of other things that are as important, if not more important. So I think food for thought on that. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. So when it comes to potentially spending money on that aspect, it's not in the budget, uh, the startup budget, but if we can make some savings in some of the other budget lines, then yeah, we can trial it to see, you know, mm. it might be a good test to see, actually compare how we do and then compare what, what that service can, yeah. can produce as well. So yeah, I'm I'm the same. I've I've managed ten percent of what I said I'd get done last week. So yeah, we need to get moving. But we have had higher priorities, and I think the way the things that we've worked on, when I work on the one thing that I'm going to get achieved, I've managed to do much of that. Because for me as well, another piece of work that I've done this week in terms of delivery, like you mentioned, was delivering a invoiced a training session, again, with the same clients that we did that half day consultancy with. And again, we're in that kind of pitch process with them at this stage, but adding value and being able to build relationships from the board level, right down to junior members in, in the marketing team, sets us up for success. So hopefully, that pitch becomes a coronation through, through the kind of relationships mm. that we've built. So yeah, that, that was a good training session. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of sales work side and then switching over to the kind of setup of the agency and bits that we've got to get sorted this week, just because my partner's an accountant, I've kind of led on zero setup. So setting up our chart of accounts, setting up our invoices and quotes forms and kind of getting that whole program set up so i must admit my wife managed to do most of it but i watched and she's given me a number of training sessions so confident that moving forward zero you know financially like the financial reporting side of things we're getting that set up nicely and the other point obviously we've got the copy ready to go and you're going kind of full steam ahead with the website design uh, yes, so my partner um, is also helping us, and she's she's been doing the design of the website. Now, I'm happy to admit, and I, I know she is as well. Like she's she's pretty junior in her career when it comes to design, so she's studying this at, at uni at the moment. And this is the first website that she has designed. So the process that we thought would work well here is then sending it to I guess one of our close friends who is a designer, who's a very established designer, to review that initial draft before we see the whole thing allow my partner to action that feedback and then we will get the, the the whole thing to i guess assess provide feedback amends and things like that so we're making a good progress on it our friend is reviewing that as we speak at the moment so that should be done by close of play today that then gives the weekend for those amends to be made so we should then have a draft of it probably tuesday because we have the the long weekend so we should see i guess technically version two but version one for us of those pages that we need designed ready for launch on tuesday so we should be at a point whereby when we sit here next week, all being well, we have a very close to finalized version. And then we need to turn our attention to getting that built, which is a whole different ball game, right? Like 
the the initial conversation we had with the person that we wanted to build the site, something we mentioned last week, didn't go as well as I'd say one hoped. Um, yeah, well, what did he tell us? Though. What did he tell us? I think the initial response was, "Nah, forget forget WordPress. You don't need me. Go on to go on to Webflow. Um, you guys can do that on Webflow. Anybody can use Webflow." And we're like, "Oh, okay. If anybody can use Webflow, can you do it for us?" As to which his initial response was, "Well, I, I, I can't use Webflow. I'm not very good at it." <laughs> explain that to me like, how does that marry up um so the, there's that side of things that definitely does need to get resolved and something that i'm turning my attention to as of today to to what that setup is gonna look like in terms of tech stack in terms of who's gonna build it but we should at least have very close to final if not final designs by next week that gives us plenty of time as we're talking about three and a half week window there of of build ultimately you break it down it's four four template pages a thank you page and a cookie policies page. Like it is no more than a week of dev if we can find the right developer. So I'm confident in terms of timelines. It's just need to put a bit more effort than I was hoping to have had to put in to find a developer, but we'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. So um that's the only kind of question mark I've got ahead of launch that that has to be ready for launch. So um we'll kind of prioritize that and obviously if you need support on that front let me know and uh, i'll help and jump in on that side other kind of setup bits that we need to consider um i'm currently speaking to another contact about a couple of um laptops because we've both got laptops that are due to go back to our current agency so um i'm working on that to try and try and get some instead of buying brand new um there's other options as well potentially leasing and so on so um i'm working on that hardware um side of things at the moment as well so i think that's our status update unless i've missed anything no i think i think that covers everything like we've done probably 20 minutes on that so it shows it shows we're growing increasingly busy yes absolutely okay let's go to my favorite segment because i sit here and listen to to you um and this <laughs> is the bringing a topic to the table so we haven't added any more because the topics that you had kind of suggested are still good and relevant um so the topics are people buy from people or sales and buying into concepts not results now I usually pick, but I'm going to let you pick which one you you talk about today. Oh, interesting. I think they're both fairly topical. Let me ask you a qualifying question. Would you want? Okay. Would you like the one that's most directly linked to SEO, or the one that is a bit more conceptual? Well, considering I'm digging into uh, SEO tech audits and stuff like that. Let's see what you've got to say about the more directly uh, kind of involved SEO one. Okay, cool. Out of interest, which one do you think it is? The people buy from people one. Oh, interesting. Nice. So um, it's actually sales and buying into concepts, not results. So okay. Okay. we came to the decision to start our agency based on many different factors, but one of the driving forces for it being like right now at this specific point in time is because we were foreseeing essentially what has now happened, right? Like we knew that everything needed to transition away from, I guess, like keyword first into like, then we can like search first, basically the same thing into building brand. And like, we very much been like, okay, that, that sort of stuff is all great. But if you strip it right back to the core fundamentals, it is, I guess, per the first point, which is people buy from people and optimizing for people or what we're talking about, which 
we obviously would have done the launch video by now so we can say it which is audience first audience first organic search so like that's kind of like the the pre-context to, to, to where i'm going with this so that is why we decided to do what we're doing since then over the last three months pretty much everything has happened that we thought was going to happen and like chat gpt and microsoft teamed up and that started to slowly transition the world of search and then google were like oh shit we need to do some stuff now like, obviously they've been planning all this stuff for ages but i think they have released things a bit earlier than they would have liked to to basically say to the markets hey don't worry we've got this shit locked down too so in the last what two three weeks Google have launched SGE, especially in North America, which is like search generative experience. So how essentially they're linking artificial intelligence and that more conversational way of searching with all the information that the, the Google has, has, has at its disposal. What does that mean for us and this whole buying into concepts? Well, we have no idea, with, I'm going to swear here, like what the fuck is going to happen from a paid perspective or from an organic perspective or what any of that means for the search landscape, which means that you can't really sell results anymore because you don't know what's going to happen, right? Now, this has been a problem like throughout the time of SEO. Like We are very dependent on what Google does from a algorithm perspective. Now, I've been a big cat, like advocate of not talking about algorithm updates because essentially Google is trying to do the first thing as well, which is people buy from people. How do we optimize for the people? Okay, fine. And if you as an SEO and as a business and as like your client and what they're doing, as long as everyone's optimizing for people, like that's kind of not a problem. Like I, I, like I still subscribe to that way of thinking. But the challenge is, is like, we have no idea what is going to happen, right? There have been some models and some early testing where for certain, for certain searches and certain conversational searches, there's like, one organic link on that page there's somewhere the, basically the whole thing is organic somewhere the whole thing is paid like we don't know what is going to happen so suddenly that strategy which is something that we've been pushing for the last six years of let's focus on the results let's leave with the results let's leave with forecasting let's get people to buy into with organic search with seo you can achieve x that's going to be really difficult to do right now so what do you do when you sell people on the concept of doing the right thing so if you can get people to buy into the concept of what you're trying to achieve, suddenly some of those more difficult conversations, those conversations that honestly, like no good consultant can answer right now, you're, you're saving yourself a headache, but ultimately you're getting everybody on the same page. So what does actually, what do I actually mean when I'm saying buying into concepts? And this is something that I've been trying in the sales process. So I've been having a few exploratory calls recently. And instead of saying, like, I think SEO can help you achieve X, I break it right down as to like, look, this is what we're trying to do. So fundamentally, SEO is a bit of a hierarchy. Organic search is a bit of a hierarchy. So you have this like technical or fundamental level, whatever you want to describe it, whereby like the structure of your site has to be sound, the page speeds have to be sound, like the UX has to be sound. It's kind of like the foundations. Then have a middle ground, which is, okay, great. Now we have this content element of how do we understand what content people need to consume along their buyer's journey to make purchasing decisions. Okay, well, let's make sure we're adding value to that customer journey by giving them content that they need, whether that be video, whether that be influencer stuff, whether it be long-form content, ebook, whatever it may be, like that is another part of the pillar. Then you have at the top, like what used to be digital PR, but like we're seeing that transition away from those traditional forms of digital PR into like what we're calling as an agency distribution. So that's the organic social element that is link building, that is newsletters, whatever it, whatever it may be. And understanding, 
at what point those levers need to be pulled and how aggressively they need to be pulled. And I think that was actually one of the, the, the decks that we presented. And you don't mention results. You just mention that pure concept of we're going to relentlessly focus on the customer experience by providing them content, propped up by the technical foundations to ultimately add value to their journey that will ultimately lead them to making purchasing decisions. And if you just continually come back to that message and buying into that concept, and you're showing that you're doing that one bit better every single month, you don't need to focus on the results. Because ultimately, if you're doing the right things, the results are going to come. And as long as you can start to showcase those like signs of success, so, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I was so against this almost two years ago, like, if you can start showing that pages are ranking, whether they're ranking in SGE or they're just ranking in the normal SERP pages that we, we know at the moment. So visibility, rankings, is that producing traffic? So there's kind of like a two-step process. Visibility, yes, great. Is it then getting traffic? Yes, great. Is that traffic then converting? Maybe, maybe not. Okay, well, if it is, great, let's do more of it. If it's not, like, let's figure that out. But essentially, quite old school, it's just a funnel. And if you're optimizing against that funnel, good stuff is going to happen. So what I have been focusing on a lot, and I think it is the way that we need to go from a sales perspective, is forget about the results. Yeah, we can give an indication of what we think might be possible to prove the fact that it will be worth a you know, 5K a month, 10K a month, 15K a month, whatever it may be, investment. Like, so like, here's what you could have. But ultimately, let's sell them a concept. Because if we can get people to sell them a concept, like everyone's going to be on the same page. Very good. I, I agree. I, I think the amount of times I've spent over five years doing different methods, different approaches, different tools, trying to get numbers and i guarantee every single time half of the time you've undersold the potential and actually you smash through targets and then the clients are like what like we're, we're going way ahead like we need to increase these targets the other half, which looks worse is you've oversold what you can do results wise and that just sours a relationship because the clients feel like they're not getting value, even though you're putting all of that work and the business is growing. So just from those fundamental elements, like, yeah, results are difficult to project, to estimate um, in like, especially at the start of relationships. But once you've started to work and monitored it, you can then forecast based off of that. Um, so yeah, interesting. I think buying to the concept, uh, to get clients understanding of what you're trying to do first and foremost is going to be crucial moving forwards because as you say so much think so many different elements are changing um on the organic search landscape we just don't know at this stage so yeah fully agree with that so uh thank you for that topic uh more of the same next week and then quickly, we will run through our weekly commitments as ever. So for me, it is to do this delivery for the for the client tech audit and landscape analysis. And also, I'm not going to put a number to it because it's a falsehood. I, I might never hit it. So I am going to put effort into getting as many target accounts as possible over the next week. Um, Harry? Well, what I can see is for, for, for those listening, Brendan has changed his answer because I can clearly see a number next to the number of target accounts that he, he said he was going to get, but I totally buy into, into not doing that. And I do think that 
in fact, I think what the weekly commitment should be, and it's probably a shared one, is are we going to continue doing this ourselves or are we going to outsource it? That is probably what the weekly commitment is. It's probably a half a week. Let's see how we get on. Are we making any progress where we need to be? If the answer is no, this is too important to let slide. So we might have to make that investment. Agree. I think the only caveat that I've got to make that investment is depends how much we we have to pay someone to help us with the website or whether we take the website on instead. I can categorically say we are not taking the website on. I will. That is a hill that I am prepared to die on. Yeah, fair, fair. It's all on the budget, all on the budget for me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I think potentially we could do half and half anyway and just test it out to see because if, it, if it's worthwhile investment moving forward, we can use it again once we've hit this target account list. So um, yeah, I think by next week, episode 10, we will have our target account list plan set and kind of in motion. So that's our commitment to have the plan set because I think we'll be debating and discussing this for, for quite a while. From your side, what are your weekly commitments? I would love to commit to closing a sale, um, but I don't think I can necessarily do that. So I'll say I'm just going to see out the ones that I'm working on at the moment. And then going to do my favorite thing, something that I've been dying to do, which is I'm going to sort the merch. So not necessarily the launch merch in terms of things we're going to be sending to our target account list and people who have supported us and things like that. But as people will start to see, and something that we've spoken about is that we take a lot of inspiration from like elite sports teams, right? And one of the things that I think they do really well is like they take some of the simple, they, I guess they put into their businesses simplicity. And that's something that we want to achieve as well. So we'll be ordering a bunch of agency branded t shirts that I think it will not be uncommon for us to be wearing every single day. And we'll be wearing on every single podcast as well. So I don't know if they'll be here by the next recording, but they certainly would have been ordered by the next recording. Nice caveat. I like that. Um, then I'm going to help. Lead, I say lead on. I'm not doing it. Obviously, my partner is, but we're going to get to the point where we're in a decent place on the web design, hopefully finalized. And I'm also starting to speak to um, George, who we've had on the podcast, about working with us on our launch video. So next week, we might have a script for that. We might have some pricing for it. Hard to say what it will be, but it is definitely starting the conversations around the, the, the launch video. Perfect. Sounds good. Sounds busy as well. So let's see how we get on. I'm I'm sure we'll get all of that done. Launch video. Oh, I better sort my face out. Get a nice beard trim going and stuff ready for that launch video as well. So cool. I think that is everything for this week's episode. And unless you've got anything else, Harry? Nothing more from me. Perfect. Well, thanks for listening. Um, that's been episode nine of the building podcast. Swing well true to help us build our audience please like share and subscribe if you listened on apple or spotify please leave us a five-star review and if you watched us on youtube please leave a question or comment and we'll get back to you thank you